Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. What's up, gangsters? Welcome back to another episode of Dishcast. We'll do the podcast where we talk about stuff. Well, I talk about stuff and you listen if you want to keep listening. It is the... 20 it's 420 today for all you weed smokers out there it's a windy 420 i say windy because wind is the kryptonite to all weed smokers bloody bloody drop my joint try to skid up my rolly my roll up and i bloody drop my 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 weed all over the floor it is windy out there though which is obviously a huge disappointment to all you 420 blazers out there smoking your weed god it's all scattered all over everywhere feel bad for that one guy who you know saved up all his weed for today so he could 420 blaze his mum he won't let his mum won't let, let him smoke in the house so he goes outside goes outside not pre-rolled because he's not allowed to roll it in the house because it's all smelly starts skinning up in his garden and all the contents all the contents just came out all over the floor be like that scene from like apocalypse now and all the all the all the troops are scattered across the battlefield what have they done well sorry about that but we can't control the weather even on 420 you know smoking weed's your thing no beef no beef with that enjoy enjoy as best you can in this weather conditions that we've been blessed with anyway let's let's get let's let's, let's move on <laughs> um so yeah I've, I've enjoyed doing the podcast lately i've started a new show if you haven't checked it out it's called ironically because <laughs> of this the subject i just spoke it's called rollies out the back um hopefully i'll get to do one of those weekly with a friend of mine or someone who wants to come on um, or that could just be the only one and no one else wants to wants to join me and also my internet connection isn't that good if you listen to that episode and you're wondering why I couldn't 
really respond well to anything Lou was saying. It's because I couldn't hear a lot of the things he was saying, and I was just guessing. I did have him on webcam, so I was sort of, I was like half lip reading what he was saying, which obviously isn't good if you're trying to engage in conversation. If just if you're half deaf to what the person is saying, but um, you know, it, it it is what it is, and it came out all right. Um, so thanks to Louis for coming on, my my friend Louis. Um, yeah, so just another just another another day in quarantine. What did I get up to? Yesterday, my fucking cat brought in a rat, which was fun. Big fucking scary rat. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was a mouse at first. That's what I thought it was, but rats are considerably bigger and considerably dirtier. My mum calls me in. She's like, Max, Marlon has brought in, a, brought in something. <laughs> At this point, we were unknown to what it actually was. He was just, she was just like, uh, Marlon's on full alert over by the television. Go over by the television. And he's just staring into a corner, like a hidden corner. And um, I'm thinking, yeah, there's something there. Because he's he, recently he's just been bringing in birds and all sorts of shit. I don't know why. Is the weather good? Because there's more nature coming out or is he just as is he is he panic hunting <laughs> maybe he's panic hunting uh, but yeah I don't know maybe it's because we're all like my, all the households in all the time and he's just like you guys must not be able to get food in and that's what cats think isn't it when when they bring in food or they bring in some kind of animal they think they're doing their bit for the household but it's not appreciated when it's a big fucking ugly manly rat. Ugh. So anyway, I'm I'm see I'm looking at this rat. My mum's over by the, you know, over the other side of the room, and she's like, "What shall I get to trap it?" And I'm like, "Oh, I don't know, a fucking bowl, some kind of big bowl." She passes me a big old mixing bowl, and I swear to God, this thing, if you know, it wasn't like the biggest mixing bowl, but this rat filled up the entire mixing bowl as I trapped under it took it outside obviously the cat follows me out there just as he tries to bring it back in and we did the 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 most shameful thing you can do to a cat which is we turn the cat flap on to um exit only so man can't come back in after that for the day he's 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 uh he's been restricted to outside presence only um but yeah that's that's what he gets i'm afraid and i come outside just to come into the shed because this is where my setup is is in the shed and he's just fucking he's just sitting on my chair like what are you gonna do and you just you know there's just there's a neat thing with any pet owner where it's just you just you just feel so bad about kicking a pet out of um out of a chair I don't know what it is about just having to shush shush a a cat out of a chair where you just just feel terrible inside about doing it so I just let him sit there and I just fucking did whatever I was going to do and then went back inside but he wasn't allowed to come in not after the rat shenanigans that's what he gets that's what he gets punish your pets punish your pets when they do things that you that they think is a good idea and is the right thing to do punish them for their instincts that's what I say that's a a a a public service announcement from Dishcast punish your pets when they think they're doing the right thing and they're following their instinct so I went on Amazon um, bought some 
like little cat bells for him three of them hopefully they're loud and I know that's really like <laughs> castrating the poor boy he won't be able to hunt at all after wearing and he's too dumb to figure out how to take him off we used to have this cat where if you put bells on her she just figured out how to take him off and she'd just go you know she just you, you, you'd put them on and then she'd leave the house come back in and they'd just be gone not like the whole collar just the bells and it was like fucking how do you manage that it's just there's like a little t- tiny keyring contraption and then you haven't got the dex as a, as a feline as a member of the feline group nature group you do not have the dexterity to remove a bell but this cat could but Mar- Marlo won't be able to he's too he's too stupid he won't be able to figure like this cat clearly figured out that there was a correlation between her not being able to hunt well and the bells around her neck but Marlon he yeah he won't be able to figure that out he's too stupid what else have I been doing I'm just oh, I'm so I'm so sick of fucking Instagram content Instagram content is the is just the shit of the internet all just combined like I remember when Instagram was the new thing before it was even part of Facebook when I was in college and Instagram was like this edgy place where you could post your edgiest edgiest pictures of yourself looking edgy and now because of that fucking discover tab and it always just hook, it brings me in somehow I don't, I'm not I'm unsure how it manages to do it but every time I go on there I'm just I'm sick of seeing just facts with a celebrity's face on did you know that Matt LeBlanc only had 11 dollars in his bank account when he was hired for friends the first thing he did when he got his money in for friends was to get himself a hot meal I've read this fact like a, a thousand times and I know it's the facts I see a picture of I see a picture of Matt LeBlanc Joey from friends and I know the facts I, I, I can see right in there and I haven't read it yet but I just know that's the fact there's only one fact about Matt LeBlanc and it's the fact that he had 11 dollars in his account when he was hired as Joey and friends and I just know it's always worded slightly differently you know they can't directly copy and paste the fact but i'm just so sick of seeing this one fucking tile on instagram which is the same fact over and over and over again they're just uh, <sighs> instagram content is the worst co- content on the internet fight me it's the worst content on the internet look and, I, and i'm a guy who you know I used to spend my time scouring IMDb, reading every piece of trivia on every film I've ever seen or want to see or think about seeing or don't want to see. So I'm pretty familiar with a lot of the things on IMDb on the trivia department. And a lot of things, most of the facts on these Instagram pages, which is just straight up facts about celebrities or films, it's just direct copies from IMDb. They put a picture of a celebrity or a picture of, like, a, a frame from the film. They put the, uh... They, they, they put the fact underneath. And I'm reading it, and I'm like, this is the same... This is just... They just copied this from IMDb. And IMDb isn't even accurate. And I can prove this now, because I used to update IMDb with little facts that weren't true, just to see what I could get away with. Just ra- For example, um, if you were to go into IMDb right now... You went on to the film Into the Wild with um, Emil Hirsch, directed by Sean Penn. Great film, by the way, if you want to see it. It's really good. And I put on that page, Shia LaBeouf was considered for the role of Christopher McCandless. Now, this has no base. This had no basing on real-life facts. I just wanted to see if it was possible to put something on IMDb, if they get fact-checks, if they get processed in any way. And it turns out they don't because that fact is still there <laughs> and I wrote that 
I wrote that fact like 10 years ago. So, and then there's all these Instagram page scumbags who are going around just swiping uh, content from around the internet, uh, which isn't, which a lot of it probably isn't even true. God damn. Look, this is this is what lockdown has done to me. It's making me care about things that just you really shouldn't be caring. But it's just people are making money. People are making money from just like doing the bare minimum, and they're not being caught out for it. Instagram content is just absolute a crock of shit. And I have to. And I, well, I don't have to, but I'm, I'm using Instagram to try and uh, promote this podcast that I'm doing because it's like the only social media where I've got any sort of. Like, I'm not going to say presence. I get like we're talk we're talking like thir- like 13 likes a pick, which is you know it's absolutely fine. I like doing the podcast. It's not about that, but I'm just trying. I'm just trying to get it out there a little bit more, and I have to use Instagram because of this reason. But they're just they're bastards. And if you go on there, and uh, you know what, I'm I'm done. I'm done talking about it. Actually, I'm not done. I've got another thing. Um, if you there's there's something interesting that I learned about Instagram ages ago. There's this thing on it um called ad like ad interests if you go on to right if you've got your phone in your hand right now just do this it will it will interest you legit i'm not uh, you know we're we're it's a community podcast and i want everyone to take part and this will interest you it's about you as well this thing so if you go this will this will apply to you because everyone's thing will be different so we'll go on it now all right so if you go into settings on instagram I'm going to do it as well. Go on your phone. Click on the little... Click on the little camera icon. Go on to Instagram. Go on your page. Click on the... Click on the lines. Go to the bottom. Click on the universal settings. It just says settings, but it's the universal icon for settings. Go to security. You're all on security. Yep. Go on access data. Scroll to the bottom. Where it says ads and it says add interests and you just click view all and then it's got this huge lit like instagram they have just got uh, i'd love to know what their like database looks like at instagram hq because the amount of shit they know about people what you're seeing now is a huge list of just like all these things that you're like oh my god i do this is all i see on instagram it's just all these this fight these 500 things all crossing over and um, trying to sell to me and my, my so it's just it's literally it's just a list of keywords you know and it's it ranges more well, mine ranges all the way from clothing all the way to bloody Jimmy Fallon <laughs> and then Jim Carrey there's two, there's two Jims on mine Jimmy Fallon and Jim Carrey am I running the fucking Jim fucking Instagram Ah, oh, and they're like they're like two spaces. But if you keep going, if you if you look at this, it's very interesting because it's just it's it's things you're like, really, like one of them for mine is like Chicago House. I don't know what that means. Is that a a genre? Is that a genre of music? Chicago House. Mark Twain Prize for American humor. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> But these are the thick Christian music. <laughs> these things are just... This is what they're talking... Meme. Meme is really far down. Like, if you can... 
you can keep seeing more and I've had to click it about three times before I got into anything that I feel like is kind of accurate meme is on there Metroid which is a game that I've never played soul music image okay well that's just a cop out I mean everyone's going to have image on there just get rid of Instagram if you're listening anyone who's got something like image or uh, artist humor everyone's going to have these keywords on that so you can just swipe all of those hype beast uh, stereophonics download festival I've never been to download festival <laughs> and I don't remember seeing any posts related to download festival on my Instagram god it's just they, they've really they really yeah good job Instagram you really know it's my, my favorite one Right, this is this is the one I got up to when I when I had a quick look just to check if I knew how to do this because I, I we, we, when we discovered this we were at the pub and we were drinking and I, I ages ago I'm not talking about you know like we're talking like last summer like found this out um you know like the and the uh, so I went on it last night just to see if I knew how to do it and the one that made it's, the one that made me laugh the most is hipster in brackets contemporary subculture how. How interesting that these things are categorized in this in this way. All right, we're done with that. So yeah, nice little experiment. So if you want to know why you keep getting targeted with the same ads, you know, just this is no secret. I'm not fucking, you know, oh, this isn't some mad discovery. Someone else told me about this, and you know, you you, you fucking you, you may already know that you could do this, all right. But if you if you already knew, then just have a look, and you'll you'll you, you have a laugh. It's better if you're with people because everyone's got different lists on their Instagram but I'd uh I'd recommend it right moving swiftly on um speaking of Shia LaBeouf I watched that finally got around to watching that film Honey Boy which if you don't know is a film based on Shia LaBeouf's life and it starts off with um Shia LaBeouf as a kid in a like an, and it doesn't he the character's name isn't Shia LaBeouf but it's it's basically Shia LaBeouf his name's like Otis Otis Lake or something and it starts off with um Shia, the the Shia LaBeouf kid um filming Even Stevens and Shia LaBeouf himself plays Shia LaBeouf's dad you don't know who Shia LaBeouf is <laughs> he's the just do it guy from the memes and he was you know in Even Stevens he's a really good actor so what's interesting about this film is Shia LaBeouf was in rehab after he assaulted a police officer um, a few years ago and while he was in rehab part of his therapy was to write down his life story um, as like a film script or he, he, he started writing it down and it came out like a film script so he thought well after I get out of rehab I'll try and make this into a film because it's a really interesting story about Shia LaBeouf as a child and his perspective of the film and TV industry and his and it's the the main crux of the film is a, is his the story of him and his like alcoholic father and his and his dad, dad was like a veteran and kind of really groomed him into becoming a um actor and you can tell that there was this part of this part of the dad who really wa- wanted to be a ch- like a famous actor and he's you know channeling that through Shia LaBeouf and that's the story of the film and Shia had all this built up anger inside him um, at his dad because his dad you know it, it doesn't go into that too much um, 
abuse stuff, but you can tell there was some kind of abuse there, and Shia LaBeouf has actually been diagnosed with PTSD because of his childhood. Which I find is crazy, because it's not like he was at war. He was on a film set. But you just, you just don't know. You don't know how stressful these th- situations were for a kid. There's a scene in particular where um, kid Shia LaBeouf, because they're living in a motel room, uh, kid Shia LaBeouf and Shia LaBeouf's dad live in a motel room while they film Even Stevens and there's a part in the film where Shia LaBeouf's mum rings him up and uh, Shia LaBeouf's like kid kid, kid Shia LaBeouf <laughs> so confusing uh, the, the, the kid is like oh I've got an offer to do this film and uh, dad's going to come with me and she's like he can't go with you He's, he hasn't got a passport and she's and then uh, Shia LaBeouf's dad's like you don't you why you say this to a 12 year old woman and it's just this huge this crazy like the the kid was clearly stuck in the middle of these two parents who just hate each other while also being a part of the tv and film industry and having this hugely stressful job as a young child and it's 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 really good i've been wanting to see it for ages i remember seeing the trailer like six months ago but i could just never never get to see it never came out in the uk and um, I just I, I never got around to seeing it but I got, I got it's on Amazon Prime £10 yeah £10 cost me £10 to see this film that's how long I've been waiting to see it I was willing to pay £10 to Amazon Prime Amazon who are making all the money in the world at the moment but I was happy to do it because I wanted to see it and I wanted to support Shire who is one of my favourite actors I think Transformers aside he's done some very interesting um Performances, and I was interested in his story because obviously I was a you know, I was a kid when even Stevens was coming out. I knew about Shia LaBeouf all the like for years, and I was, I thought, well, what an, what an interesting um, what an interesting story to tell. Like you're you've written a film about the relationship with your dad, and you're playing your dad. Like wow, levels of meta. I can't think of anything to compare that to. But in regard, like there's a few you know. The, um, I wasn't really keen on the like the style of the film, like the filmmaking style. There's a lot of like, bl- like purples and um, like sort of like half artsy moments. And I feel like if you're gonna go artsy with your filmmaking craft, you really should go all the way with it. If you're gonna do that, you know, with the Dutch angles and you know sweeping underwater shots of the kids swimming, and it's like it's very you know stylistic, but not too much. You know, it's like oh, we don't want to get too crazy. We don't get too crazy with the cinematography. Let's just dial it back. And I feel like if you're gonna, if, if you, you're already telling this story, and if it's accompanied with sort of an artsy film style, you really have to commit to that. Otherwise, it's just gonna get like confused and lost. So I think this film would have like I mean you could say it's about most films really, but this film really would have benefited from like a David Fincher or being like if the script had been punched up a bit. Because you can tell Shia LaBeouf has never written a script before. And I don't know if his script was, you know, rewritten after he wrote it. But there is moments where it's like, you didn't, you were never there for me. And yes, I was. And then like, it's just, it's just like the, the central conflict of the film is that thing. The, 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 the son father relationship. And it's, it's, re- it's explored well, but it like the dialogue just seems familiar each time. <sighs> But in regards to performance, um, yeah, I'd put this up with Shia LaBeouf's, some of Shia LaBeouf's best, best performances. There's a film called Borg, Borg McEnroe, which is about these two tennis players. I don't know if you've heard of John McEnroe. He was this guy who, um, 
this like f- uh, famous tennis player. I think he won the Grand Sl- Grand Slam a few times, and he was just fucking hot shit in like the eighties uh, or nineties as like tennis player. And he was just famously would just completely lose his mind on the tennis court if anything went wrong. Like you know, we're talking like smashing his racket and shouting at the um- umpire and stuff. And obviously, <laughs> this was the perfect role for Shia LaBeouf because he's just got that like inner anger inside him and he just absolutely lets it rip in this film and he's not in it that much like the film's called Borg and McEnroe and he does play McEnroe in the film but the the film's kind of more about um Bajorn Borg the other guy um but Charles LaBeouf's in that and he's he's fucking great in that film but then again it's, it's one of those films where he's kind of the best thing about it so I'd happily just never really watch the actual feature length you know start to end again I I could just watch the you know the, the best scenes of Shia LaBeouf as John McEnroe on YouTube which I recommend you doing it's a really good um, that's, that's a really good performance and there's holes as well isn't there Shia LaBeouf in holes we all had to read holes when we were in school and then we all watched holes that was a <laughs> yeah Shia LaBeouf was in that film called Holes which is based on a book and I remember in school I had to, we had to read that as a class and there was always that thing in school where if you you start reading a book and then if like the school realised or, or like, the school would already know but like the teacher was like well in I could just we could just watch the film <laughs> and then we haven't got to read this fucking book every lesson with these slow ass kid readers let's just watch the film it's the same with The Mice and Men it's like you don't really get the subtlety from the book from watching the film if it's a English literature you know, subject. <laughs> but the teacher would just be happy, happily to just, yeah, just watch some John, John Malkovich and Gary Sinise, you know, acting, and that will be enough to get you through your GCSE. <laughs> and we had to do that for holes as well. I don't even remember reading the book. I just remember seeing the film in English class. This isn't a film class. Why am I watching holes? But yeah, I've got, um, I got, I actually got a lot of respect for Charlie Buff, really. There was that whole thing a few years ago where he was, um, like trying to be an artist and he got accused of plagiarism because he copied this other guy's work. And I think he was just going through this. Is, this is around the time when he was dealing with his PTSD and how, you know. I mean, you just can't imagine what these people are going through when you're that famous and you just come, like, and the world just wants a part of you. Or just, in Shire's case, wanted him while he was doing Transformers and then suddenly hated him when he was doing all his art. That must be so difficult to deal with as a, you know, as a famous person. It doesn't help that he went on some Twitter tirades as well. It doesn't help, but, you know, what are you going to do? Man had PTSD. It's a shame, really, that he wasn't... I mean, he did a... I think he was He was at the Oscars. I remember seeing him at the Oscars. But uh, it's just... It's, it's a shame that he wasn't nominated, because he is good. Last year's Oscars was a bit like, Joaquin Phoenix is going to win. So I can't even remember who else was nominated last year. Adam Driver for uh, Marriage Story. He was nominated. Adam Sandler for Uncut Gems wasn't nominated, but should have been, because he was really good. Um... My favourite films of last year were Uncut Gems, which is on Netflix at the moment, if you want to watch that. It's fucking great. It's directed by the Safdie brothers, who also directed Good Time with Robert Pattinson, which is also really good. And I may even like Good Times even more than Uncut Gems, but Uncut Gems was still fucking great. And if you want to see a a great Adam Sandler performance, 
Why would I want to see a great Adam Sandler performance? I could just watch Happy Gilmore. Shut up. Shut up. You do. You have to see it. It's really good. He's really good at it. But yeah, that. (laughs) And The Lighthouse with also starring Robert Patterson. Um, I hope hope I didn't confuse you there. Robert Patterson was not in Uncut Gems. He was in the director's other film, Good Time. But he was in The Lighthouse with uh, Willem Dafoe, which is directed by Robert Eggers, who also did The Witch, which I haven't seen, but I would like to see. Um, I'm just waiting for it to come on some kind of streaming service so I can watch that. Because that came out ages ago, and so many people have said it's really good, but I just haven't got, haven't had the chance to see it. And I'd love to. Just get, just, 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 just show me the way. Just show me the way to the right streaming service that I've got to buy, and I'll fucking watch it, alright? I'll fucking watch it. Well, it'll be difficult for me now, actually, because this week I did cancel, like, a lot of my streaming services, because I'm trying, I'm trying to save my money, in a way you know and and let's break it down I had right so I had Netflix everyone's got Netflix I had Amazon Prime now TV I had the entertainment and the film packages both of them and I had so this isn't streaming service but this is another thing I cancelled it was a big cancel week for me I cancelled a lot of things I cancelled the my Nintendo uh, thing don't need that why why would I need that got rid of that cancel my playstation don't need that either don't play games don't play games don't need it and also one other thing but I can't remember what the other thing was so yeah I just uh, like I'll, I'll, I've still got Amazon no, no did I say I cancelled Amazon Prime I didn't cancel Amazon Prime I kept Amazon Prime so I've still got Prime Video that's how I watched Honey Boy because I paid for it um which I'd happily do with most films I want to see, but fucking ten pound is just—it's t- just so much money. I'm not going to do that every fucking time. But yeah, if you're thinking about, um, you know, you don't need all these streaming services because I never got on the um, Disney Plus thing. I haven't ever subscribed to that since it's been out. So um, mostly because anything I wanted to watch on Disney, I've just already seen, and I'm not a child. You know that streaming service is for children, right? <laughs> You know, kids watch Disney films, right? You should watch adult films. You should watch adult films for adults. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Enjoy what you want to enjoy. If you want to enjoy a Disney film, enjoy a Disney film. If you want to watch fucking Honey Boy starring Shia LaBeouf, watch Honey Boy. If you want to watch uh, The Witch, like me, if you're me and you want to watch The Witch when it comes onto a streaming service, then, then do, you know? Do that. But also, just, you know, no one needs... Like, there's just... There's not enough time to watch all these streaming services. Like, to to get the most out of them, you've got to watch... If we assume the average price of a film, if you were to buy... If you were to go into the cinema and watch a film, like, say it's £10 to watch a film, that's the average price of... No, I mean, it is manageable. It's just I just don't care. I just don't care about having them all anymore. I don't need them all. Because most things that you want are on Amazon Prime, and I'll just happily pay an extra £2 for it. These are all points I just keep making over and over again. I'm running out of things to say. Thank you very much for listening. It's all good. Uh, We'll be back in another time for more of the podcast, if you're still listening. Thanks for listening. Uh, Is there anything else I wanted to get to? Uh, No. Oh, I've got um, got an email now. It's dishboymax at gmail.com. 
if you wanted to send in anything like any emails I don't know what you'd say uh, just if you want me to tell you what I think of a film <laughs> I don't know <laughs> or uh, there's something you want me to talk about especially then I'm, I'll I'll definitely do it because I'm running out of things to talk about every week anyway so cheers Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.